The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice with bands such as Simon Fraser University, Inverarian District, and many, many more playing G1 products. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, we're back again for another podcast. It seems like, I don't know, an eternity, really, since I've sat in this studio talking to you guys. Uh, But it may not feel like that for you guys, because, yeah, sorry. We did kind of fob you off with a couple of clip shows there over Christmas. But do you know what? It was actually really cool to present those episodes and stuff and look back on 2019 and what an incredible year it was. And then now to look forward to 2020. Oh, baby, I can't wait for 2020. Um, If you want to know why I'm excited for this year, then listen to last week's podcast. So, hmm, yeah. Well, first of all, let's go through the domestic, shall we? With each and every episode, we do this. So, uh, new year, new me. Same old podcast. Yes, this is the Big Rap Show podcast. We are the show for the bagpipe and the folks. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. If it's got bagpipes in it at all, in fact, we cover it and we talk all about it. And that, in fact, sometimes that gives us a bit of grief. Lots of people say, oh, why are you talking about that? Yeah. We talk about everything from the bagpiping world. So, yeah, sometimes that does get up people's noses. But, hey, there you go. That's what we're here for. (laughs) So, yeah, if this is your very first Big Rab Show, then you are welcome. Now, I'm very aware that over the holidays, actually, we introduced quite a lot of new people to what we do around here. Uh, A lot of people emailing in saying, Hey, I've just discovered your podcast. This is class. And um, to, to those guys, I would say, where have you been? We've been here forever, doing this thing for the longest time. And if anything, that kind of brings us into one of our topics that we'll talk about later. But anyway, welcome to all of our new listeners. And please check out our back catalogue. We've got well over 150-odd episodes now, so you're bound to find something in there that'll pique your interest. We've covered a lot in the bagpiping world this last while, uh, so definitely go and check out the back catalogue. And if you haven't already, please consider clicking that subscribe button. So each and every week, you'll get a notification to say, Rab's uploaded another one, and you'll get kept up to date with all the latest piping news and views from this past week. Yes, this past week in the bagpiping world, it seems to be everyone in bagpipe world was um, getting ready for Crimbo and the holidays and New Year's and all that stuff. And now all of a sudden, whammo, everything seems to happen in the start of January. It's insane, the amount of announcements and stuff. So this week's podcast could be a long one. We've got a lot of new stories to get through. Uh, last night on Fuse FM, actually, over in Balamoney, uh yeah, we didn't get through the half of the news stories that we have. So sorry, guys, this podcast might be a long one. We have a lot of news stories to get through, a lot to catch up on, because the piping world does not stop, even for the holidays. So and neither do we. We don't stop either. So, yeah, if you would like to help support the show, you can. 
please consider going along and checking us out on Patreon. Now, we're very proud of Patreon uh, because we have quite a lot of exclusive content up on there right now. Especially over the holidays, we uploaded quite a lot of exclusive little audio stuff. uh, Like, you know, recorded versions of, yeah, Big Rab Show on Fuse. Look at a lot of of Christmas music and a lot of festive stuff. And some some special stuff in there for our Patreon faithful that I'm not going to spoil. But, yeah, trust me. If you go along to Patreon right now... There's a, quite a lot of tasty piping goodness over there. Uh, so, yeah, we're actually really proud of Patreon. And we have a lot of plans for Patreon going into 2020. A lot of exclusive stuff and uh, some possible exclusive new series is coming to uh, Patreon. Hmm. I'll keep that close to my chest for now. But for now, you can already get episodes of Big Rab Show Plus. They're all up there. Plus, you can get tons of video content, be it backstage videos, interviews, performances from bands all sorts of stuff is all back there in our patreon room so yeah please do consider hitting that support button it really does help support what we do and each click of support goes so so far and so long into helping us support what we do and we've got some big plans for 2020 let me tell you us and the rab show team we just had a meeting there not too long ago all of us met and uh discussed what we're going to do this incoming year and uh guys I wish I could scribble it all down for you and just tell you as it is. And here, well, here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. But do you know what the risk is? Is that we'll try and we'll work towards getting, you know, something quite cool done. And then the backside might fall out of it. So the last thing I want to do is disappoint you podcast listeners and let you all down with something that we can't deliver. So we're going to do our best. But through your support on Patreon... Yeah, all these things could be possible, and that's. I know it sounds very cryptic, um, but we're going to do what we can. We're going to do our best to make 2020 an unforgettable year in the bagpiping world. So, a lot of very exciting things coming on the Big Rap Show! Oh man, I can't wait for 2020! Ah, and this is only January. I'm stupidly excited already! Ah, oh, right. <sighs> Calm down, Rap. <laughs> For those of you uh, who, yeah, who like supporting the show, and a lot of you guys uh, currently are, you know, supporters on Patreon, thank you. Uh, A lot of you actually have been messaging us saying about how great the content is over there on Patreon and how you're enjoying it, being part of the Patreon faithful, and we love having you over there on Patreon. So, yeah, shout out to our Patreon faithful! Yeah, so, awesome stuff. Do consider hitting that support button. It does mean the world. Also, please help support some of our show sponsors. Uh, Some of these guys actually have been working with us now for quite a while. We have a special promotion code uh, for the website Rhythm Monster. You guys who are into your online tuition, uh, especially for snare drummers, tenor drummers, and bass drummers, but also for bagpipers too, believe it or not. Uh, check out Rhythm Monster. If you want to sign up with them, then use our promo code BIGRABMONSTER and you'll get money off at the checkout. Yeah, whenever you're signing up. So, yeah, just from listening to the podcast, just use our promo code and you'll get a little kickback there. Not bad. Save some money just by listening to the podcast. Also, speaking of saving money, everyone's making New Year's resolutions and stuff and a lot of guys actually have told us, uh, you know, this year's my year. I'm going to learn how to pipe. Now, I know how that feels because I'm learning at the moment myself. Uh, Did you all see that terrible video of me playing Jingle Bells? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was horrible. And it's kind of humiliating to know that Jingle Bells is kind of my first tune I learned how to play in the chanter. 
Yeah, there you go. That's my claim to fame. But shout out to Andrew Shilladay, who had nothing but the patience of an absolute saint. That guy's a legend. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Uh, so, yeah, that Jingle Bells video was a lot of fun to put together. But I am learning how to pipe. And for those of you living internationally, uh, learning how to pipe can be quite difficult. Getting a, a tutor and such. But then please consider uh, using the amazing service of the Dojo University. Now, I do sing their praises for good reason. The material that they have on that website is simply amazing. You nearly need a training course on how to use it. There's so much. Like, it's ridiculous. From absolute bare-bone beginners who doesn't know what a chanter is, all the way through to the most advanced Peabrook playing chant, or those guys know their ins and outs with a chanter. And, uh, it, yeah, they know everything to do with tuition and how to tackle it and have all sorts of amazing ways to show you how to make some amazing music. So, yeah, us and The Big Rab Show, we're very proud to, yeah, have our special promotion with them. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash dojo, where you can get 30 days of dojo premium for just one dollar. So, yeah, go along, have a look. It'll only cost you a dollar, and you'll get the full premium experience. You'll get all the doors open. There's nothing locked behind a paywall. So you pay $1 and you get 30 days to tick the full website for a spin. Now this includes all your private lessons, one-to-one lessons with some of the best in the game. Uh, all, you know, your Facebook groups and all of this kind of stuff. There's so much of it. I just can't list it all here on one podcast. Otherwise, I'll be here forever. But definitely go and check it out. You can uh, do it through our website, thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. And you can get yourself... Dojo Premium for just a dollar for 30 days. What's not to love? Yeah. And when you're there at thebigrabshow.com, you can check out our shop as well. Yeah, we do have a shameless shop where we do sell tons of Rab Show merch. Now, that's one of the places where we are going to be making some changes. A lot of the Rab Show merch that's up there now will disappear. We've already said this already on the podcast, but be forewarned. The merch that's up there now will go. It will disappear. All of that stuff will, yeah be gone. So if there is a particular piece of Rab Show merch that you would love to get your hands on for this incoming season, well, grab it now before it's gone. Because, yeah, I think in this next... What date's this? Yeah, in the next couple of weeks, I think, actually. Yeah, the shop will be closed. And we're going to be relaunching a whole new line of Rab Show merch. So if there's anything up there now that you really need to get your hands on, then definitely consider going along to thebigrabshow.com forward slash shop and grab your merch. Okay... Last thing by way of a shameless plug, although I'm sure there'll be more shameless plugs all the way through this, I have to give a particular mention to the Big Rab Show YouTube channel. Now, why am I mentioning this? Well, we do have some special, special plans for YouTube this incoming year. We feel it's a platform that we've really kind of neglected over this last number of years, and we feel it's somewhere where we can really try and throw a lot more material at. YouTube is an amazing platform because of the quality that you can get on there. You can get up to 4K, I think even 8K now, video, and some high-definition stereo sound and stuff like that. Now, we have upgraded our filming equipment and everything, thanks to the supporters on Patreon. And, uh, yeah, we do have some proper, proper decent plans for YouTube. So... Yeah, please do consider going onto YouTube and just search for The Big Rab Show. You'll find us and just click that subscribe button. Now, the reason why I'm asking you to click subscribe, it doesn't cost you anything. Uh, it just takes a second to do and just boop, hit subscribe and there you go. You'll be subscribed to us and you'll not miss a video. Now, the reason why I'm asking you this 
is because at the moment the plans that we have for YouTube are locked behind a particular uh, yeah, subscriber count. The way YouTube works is that it works in an algorithm that it needs to have a certain viewership in order, in order to be able to open all the bells and whistles. Well, we need to reach over 1,000 YouTube subscribers in order to access the particular bells and whistles that we want to get our hands on. And once we do... Oh, the wheels will come off. Yeah, we we are so excited. We've got tons of great plans for YouTube. But at the moment, we're trying to build our subscribership. So at the minute, on YouTube, you can find tons of performance videos up there from Dumbing for Drinks, from various concerts and stuff, and of course, competitions. But t- tons of stuff up there in the Rab Show YouTube channel at the minute. But not as much as we would like. But yes, what I would stress is at the moment, go along, click subscribe, because in the near future, when the 2020 season kicks off, expect tons of great content to be going on that YouTube channel. And you guys will be able to enjoy it all completely for free. So yeah, all you, all it costs you now is just a couple of seconds. Type it into your search engine, Big Rab Show on YouTube, and yeah, click subscribe. And honestly, guys, that would really mean the world because, yeah, like I said, the quality of the content you can put on there is fantastic. So, yeah, we want some real high-definition video performances of some of the best piping in the game, and that's what we're trying to do, trying to accomplish there on YouTube. So, uh, think Drone Chorus, uh, but also for concerts and gigs and everything else. All right? (laughs) That's the plan. Drone Chorus is an outstanding YouTube channel. You guys know all... Everyone knows Drone Chorus. Come on. His quality is second to none, so we want to do something very similar to that, but also include uh, concerts, uh, gigs, and just everything else, as well as competitions. Do you know what I mean? There you go. (laughs) Shameless plug, and it's a shameless plug, no doubt, but it's my show. I don't care. So, yeah. Go now, click subscribe on YouTube, and it really will help us uh, rolling into the 2020 season. uh, Because, like I say, we've got some big plans for the Big Rab Show on YouTubes. Okay, time to fly on. Now, each and every week, uh, we, for the past couple of weeks, actually, we didn't have any listener mail. But this week, we do! Yay! We have some listener mail this week. Our email address, as always, is bigrabshow at gmail.com. You can email us in anytime you have a topic suggestion or even a question. Anything at all, feel free to email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Well, let's kick things off with one of the, one of the top things we love getting on the show here. A bit, a bit of a voicemail. Hey, Rab. Stu here from the British Drum Company. I'm just driving into work and I've realised you've not been across. You've not come to see BDCHQ. What's wrong with you, man? So, here's your invitation for a personal guided tour at the factory. We'll show you how and where the axials are made, regimental series, drum set, keel percussion. You might even get a sneak into the R&D department. You can try out the BDC coffee. And if you're extremely lucky, and I do mean extremely lucky. We may even dig out the Jaffa cakes. So get yourself across to my toy shop. And if this doesn't make you put your chanter down, then nothing will. Bye. <laughs> wow. Stu from the British Drum Company. Now, how awesome is that? Huh? An invitation to go and have a look around the British Drum Co. factory? Oh, my God. 
That's simply brilliant. Yet, of, of course, Stu, I would happily accept. And if anything, I want to put it out there to you guys, the listeners. Um, would you guys be interested in hearing a podcast being brought from there? If anything, that's one of the ideas I had in my head. That if we're going to go out there and get a look at the factory, would you guys be interested in hearing behind the scenes at the British Drum Company? I, for one, definitely would want to listen to that. So, yeah, thank you very much, Stu. I really appreciate that, mate. And, uh, yeah, here's hoping I can make the journey uh, from sunny Northern Ireland over to England. And, yeah, we can get a tour of the factory. So, we'll put it to you guys, the listeners of The Rab Show. Do you think we should do the tour? And if so, do you think we should bring a microphone with us and have a chat to the guys? And we can, yeah, we can maybe make a show out of this. Get some behind-the-scenes kind of stuff from the British Drum Co. That would be awesome. So... Will it make me put down my chanter? Mm, I don't know. Well, I'm sitting here looking at a... I'm looking at a pair of drumsticks. <laughs> sitting here right in front of me. So, yeah. Sorry, Andrew. I haven't really practiced this last, what, three, four days now? What day is this? Yeah, Wednesday. I haven't, four days I haven't practiced chanter. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've been going through rudiments and stuff instead on the snare drum. Anyway, so yeah, maybe I should pick the chanter back up again. But Stu, don't worry, mate. I can multitask. <laughs> but honestly, thank you for the invitation. That's very well received. And yeah, I'm sure us on the Big Rab Show will do our best to try and get there and have a bit of a walk around the studio. And if you guys have any questions or anything like that for the guys at the British Drum Co., then definitely get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. So there you go. What are your thoughts on that? That could be a future podcast right there. Okay, we got another email. This one's in from Joanne. It says, Hi, Rab. I've been getting caught up uh, with your earlier podcasts when I heard you wonder about other pipe bands in other countries. I would like to report that Rio in Brazil has a pipe band. What? <laughs> yeah, apparently this is legit. She says, yeah, they're on Facebook. Check out brazilianpiper.com.br. Wow. That's amazing. She said, I'm going to have to check this out. I didn't know that Rio had a pipe band. She said, love your show. Please keep sharing the pipe and drum vibes. Love you very much, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. That's fantastic. And I've never heard of a pipe band from Rio in Brazil. That's incredible. So, yeah, I don't know. The bagpiping world, I am truly getting an understanding now of just how international it is. You know what I mean? It's not just me sitting here in rainy, freezing cold Northern Ireland. Um, that truly is international. I got a real flavour of that last year. You know, as I was able to jet set over to the US and sample it over there. Uh, so, yeah, I'm getting a real kind of... You know, shot in the arm to say that this bagpiping world is truly global. It's not just a small thing that we do in the UK. So, uh, thank you, Joanna. I appreciate your email. Now, so if you guys have any commentary or anything like that you would like to send us, you can. You can email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, this past while, we have got a number of emails sent to us in about a certain podcast. Yes, the Pod Band Pipecast. You may have heard of them. We might have mentioned them once or twice. They are the premier pipe bank podcast. <clears throat> well, there are now six episodes in, and uh, I think episode six just dropped this week, actually, where they talked about international bagpipes, where the, the, the two hosts take a tour of the Musical Instrument Museum, the MIM, and uh, they talk about, you know, the history of bagpipes and everything. So we got a lot of emails from you guys about the Podband Pipecast, asking me tons of questions. 
uh, on stuff that they were talking about on their podcast. Now, namely, stuff around the history of tenor drumming, and I think the origins of tenor drumming was seen to be uh, from military pipe bands in India. Um, I don't know about that, uh, but also they were talking about the origins of bagpipes uh, in their latest episode, in episode 6, and... I, I, I don't know. I haven't really listened to the podcast all the way through, but suffice to say, we're getting tons of questions in. Now, the Big Rab Show here, we are not connected with the guys at the Podband Pipecast. I have messaged the guys and saying, look, I'm getting tons of questions here. Uh, so, uh, you know, what's going on, <laughs> basically? Uh, so, the Podband Pipecast do have their own email address. You can go and email them your questions and queries yourself. Uh, they do have a Facebook page. You can go and message them. You can email them. And if you do have any questions about anything that they were talking about on their podcast, I'm sorry to say, but I would like to direct you in their direction because uh, I don't produce their content. I don't know where their sources are. I don't even know what they're talking about. So, yeah, they could be talking about any topic in any given week. And you guys email me asking me about the questions and topics. Um it's, it's cool and all that you guys see me as like an expert, but I'm, I'm really not. I'm a fan, just like you guys. Um, but yeah, the Podband Pipecast seems to be raising more questions than answers at the moment. Uh, so, hey, do you know what? Go and check it out. It's a brand new podcast, and it's an episode six, so they're still finding their feet. They are still the premiere. <clears throat> they're still the premiere pipe band podcast. Uh, so, um, yeah, go over and have have a listen, you know, and uh, go and tell them hi. Tell them, say Rob sent you. <laughs> Grant, so shout out to you guys. It's awesome to see another podcast in the bagpiping world. It's fantastic stuff. Speaking of which, <laughs> podcasts in the pipe band world, I have to say, first of all, a huge congratulations to the guys at Chandler Rant. Yes, Josh and Andy, as irreverent as they can be each and every week, sometimes they can be downright offensive, sometimes aggressive and really getting themselves into trouble. Other times they can be really thoughtful and actually produce some real thought-provoking podcasts. Chanter Rant is one of those animals, it's like an angry dog sitting in a corner. And if you ever go near it, sometimes it'll bite you and the other times it will just lick you to death. You know, one of those kind of angry dogs. i That's how I look at Chander Rant. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love their podcast. I'm a massive fan of Josh and Andy. We're nothing but mates. And uh, yeah, I yeah want to say a huge congratulations to them because this week they're uploading, well, this incoming week, actually, they're uploading episode 100, which I've just heard is going to be a live one. So that's all sorts of awesome. So guys, from all of us on the Big Rab Show team, a heartfelt congratulations. Episode 100 is not a small thing by any means. We've been there, done that now at this stage. Uh, But yeah, 100 episodes. Guys, congratulations. Enjoy your celebrations. Enjoy your live podcast experience. That will be all sorts of fun. And uh, So yeah, congratulations from us. Also, on the podcasting front... I may have heard a little rumour about the launch of another piping-based podcast. Hmm. Now, that's all I'm going to say about now. Uh, but um, suffice to say, I've had little whispers here and there that there may well be another piping-based podcast being released very soon. And that 
that's all I want to say on that. <clears throat> Other than whenever it drops, I will be all over this and telling you guys just how awesome it is because I am so excited for this already. Uh, if the rumours are true and it actually does happen, oh, I'm so excited for this. So yeah, another pipe band piping based podcast will be dropping hopefully very soon if the rumours are to be believed. So that is by way of a tease and yes, I haven't told you the title of it or what it is about or anything like that. Uh, but as I get more concrete information, I will let you guys know. For now, it's just rumoured and I will let you know if there is any truth to the rumour. Well, I guess we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> All right. Speaking of podcasts, myself, me, Rab, I was featured on another podcast. I'm on podcasting news. Uh, yeah, I was featured in an episode of the podcast called Under the Tartan Sky. Now, this is with Glenn Moyer, and I have to say a massive thank you to Glenn. It was great just chatting away to him uh, over the holidays there. And he interviewed me, talked all about the Rab show, the love of bagpipes, and why we do what we do. So it was a great chat, a great interview, and actually really enjoyed my time on Glenn's podcast. So go and check that out if you want. It's all about all things Scottish, uh, from whiskey to haggis to bagpipes, obviously. Uh, so yeah, I was on there for an episode, and it was yeah, the best crack. So if you are interested, go and check it out under the Tartan Sky, uh, where yeah, you get an interview with me. And you know what? It was weird. It was weird actually being interviewed for a change. Normally, I'm the one that's asking the questions. Hey, Fred Morrison, what's your favourite cheese? That kind of thing. Uh, well, Glenn didn't ask me what my favourite cheese was. Um, but uh, nobody has, I don't think. I don't think anyone's asked me what my favourite cheese is. Anyway, but yeah, it was interesting being interviewed. It was fun, actually. So go and check it out. The Under the Tartan Sky podcast. It's a, it is quite a, a, a cool podcast. I've listened back to quite a number of episodes now. It is very good. The production value is very, very high. So it was great to be a part of that. So thank you, Glenn. Okay. Now, ourselves here on The Big Rab Show, we have a couple of things out there on social media at the moment. And the first thing that we put out in the new year is that we issued a challenge. We issued a challenge to all bagpipers to record The Big Rab Show. Yes, our tune, of course, composed by Eric Evanhouse. Thank you, Eric, by the way. This tune is simply amazing, and we are so chuffed to have this tune with our name on it. We're so proud of it. And um, if anything, we can't thank Eric enough. It's just fantastic. But to, up until now, we have yet to hear a proper bona fide recording of this being played on Highland Pipes. Now, we have heard little clips here and there. We've had people send us Snapchats, little clips on, uh, what do you call that, Instagram, uh, little messages through the Facebook Messenger and stuff, and little clips here and there, but nothing that we could, you know, properly release. Now, we put the challenge out there to all bagpipers in the bagpiping world. We give you the sheet music. We said, here it is. Here's our tune. Please go and play it, go and record it for us. Now, essentially what we want is we want to be able to have a theme tune for the Big Rab Show podcast. So, we hope, we hope that you guys will take up the challenge and try to play our tune. Now, it is quite challenging, I have to say. The third part, I think, third, maybe the fourth as well. Is, uh, no, I think it's mostly the third part's really quite challenging. It's not an easy tune to play. But dang, is it catchy. Uh, I think it's mostly the third part's the most difficult part. I need to look at the sheet music again. 
Um, but yeah, the Big Rab Show tune uh, will hopefully be the new theme tune for our podcast. So there you go. Your recording could be our new theme music that we play on each Big Rab Show. So that's the prize, I guess. <laughs> uh, plus, you get all sorts of social media props and shout outs and all the rest because, yeah, you will be an absolute legend. So, yes. If you haven't yet, then go along to The Big Rab Show on Facebook, where we will, again, share out The Big Rab Show sheet music, where you guys can just do what you like with that sheet music. If you want to print it off a hundred times and have your band learn it, oh my god, wouldn't that be epic? To have a band playing our tune would just be insane, but even to have one bagpiper playing it at the moment, to hear it all the way through on a set of Highland Pipes, would just be epic. So, guys... That's the challenge. I do know a number of pipers out there actually have contacted me to say that they're taking up the challenge and that they're learning it part by part. Uh, But it is quite difficult, especially in part three, I think. Yeah, part three, part four is a little tricky as well. So a lot of bagpipers out there taking up the challenge to learn how to play the Big Rab Show tune. Uh, So why not give it a go, guys? Send us in your attempts. Send us in your final version of what you think the tune should sound like. And yeah. You know, have at it as well. People are saying, oh, does this have to be a traditional, like, play all the way through, start to end? No. If you want to throw guitars and drums and bass and, I don't know, a, <laughs> a bit of dubstep in there, wop, 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 all that, just go mad. You know, the Big Rap Show tune is up for interpretation. Go for it. If you want to write three-part harmonies and have a choir and an orchestra behind you, class go for it yeah <laughs> the more the better i think you know so yeah there you go once you have your recording done email it into us again bigrabshow at gmail.com and we'll happily bring it here to the show and of course our social media to let everyone see how this tune goes because we're very proud of it so thank you again to eric for writing that tune in the first place so chuffed but yet we have yet to hear it all the way through done properly so we're we're looking forward to that so there's the challenge guys also in the year 2020 ourselves here on the big rab show like i said we have such big plans uh for youtube and other such outlets we are looking for volunteers yeah do you have a spare half hour 20 minutes couple of hours each week or are you going to any competition like that or throughout the year wherever you're based internationally or even locally here in the uk we want to hear from you yes we need extra people on the big rab show team now at the moment we've already appointed a few people uh we think we have a u.s correspondent that we have uh, in place i think we've got a couple of guys over there in the u.s actually is going to be helping us uh we have i think we have one australian um yeah, I think we have one Australian. Um, blah, 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 blah. See, I'm, I'm not entirely sure because there's so many people volunteering at the moment. There's a very hard to keep track of. So, uh, yeah, I'm being very cryptic at the moment because we, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> we put a call out asking for volunteers and we are still in the midst of trying to get as many people to help us as possible. 2020 is going to be a huge year for ourselves here in the Big Rab Show and we have realised very quickly at our team meeting at the start of the month that uh, we can't do it alone. We need help. So, yeah, we've reached out online and we've put it out there saying we need extra pairs of hands, guys. Anyone can help us would be brilliant if you have bagpiping or pipe band experience it's definitely preferable you need to know the bagpiping world uh, you can't come into this completely dry and not know anything about bagpiping you really have to have experience of the piping world uh, be it the celtic scene the folk scene or the band scene that we you need to have a level of experience 
Also, if you have experience using social media, that's preferable, but it's not necessary. Uh, so, yeah, all full training and how to do live streaming and filming and all of that kind of stuff and social media, blah, blah, blah. And radio production and putting shows together and stuff like that. All of that will be provided to you guys. So we will certainly try and get you all trained up and all the rest and tell you how we do things around here and show you yeah the the best things to do to get the best results and you know we've kind of tried and tested it through to this point uh so yeah if you do want to help the show and like to volunteer with ourselves and be a part of the big rab show team then definitely get in contact with us we want to hear from you just email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com now we're at the moment we're specifically looking for volunteers uh both here in northern ireland and in scotland but also abroad so we are yeah we are reaching out to canada u.s uh, Australia, New Zealand, um, South Africa, France even, you know, because of the, you know, this, the Lorient Festival and different things like that that we would love to get, uh, you know, content from. So anything at all that you think that our piping audience would love to see and hear and you think you'd be able to help us out, definitely get in contact with us and we would love to hear from you. So email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com if you'd fancy becoming part of the Big Rab Show team. There you go. All right, on to another little bit of... Uh, we're actually getting into the piping news now. Well, it's not really piping news as such. Um, I want to mention about Australia at the moment and how most of the continent is in flames. Now, this is bagpiping related in a way because Pipe Bands Australia have put out a couple of statements recently saying about how uh, the Pipe Band Association there um, sadly reported that quite a number of their members have uh, lost their homes and lost all of their possessions and, um, you know, basically are just homeless and starting completely from scratch. And it's just the whole situation with everything that's happening in Australia at the moment, it's simply horrific. As I'm following the news here in the UK, it's it's in the headlines every day. Um, now, I know at the moment there's a lot of stuff happening with Iran and the US and all that sort of stuff. Now, we're not a current affairs podcast. We're a piping podcast. Uh, so, you know, perhaps the situation in Australia is taking a bit of a backseat to all the stuff that's happening in Iran. But for us here in the Rab Show, we're very aware that there's a huge piping scene in Australia. And everything that seems to be happening there in that huge continent is just horrific. We're seeing some images that I don't know. It's just the mind boggles. Um, there are people who are working tirelessly. They're working for free. They're volunteering their time to try and battle these flames and to try and save people's homes, their livelihoods. It's simply... It's so scary. Now, myself, I have quite a number of friends uh, who live over in Australia and I've been messaging them periodically every now and again just to check in with them to make sure that they're fine. Uh, you know, s- certain people like Camille and uh, Honey Bourbon, Honey Boo Boo, and a lot of different people who would be down there involved in the piping scene and uh, just checking in with them, just making sure that everything's okay. Because looking at the news feed and everything, I know you shouldn't believe everything you read or you see on the video, uh, but... Yeah, the the situation really does seem to be dire. So from all of us here in the Rab Show, uh, we can't really do much to help you guys uh, other than to send our support and just stay safe, guys. You know, wherever you are out there in Australia listening to the podcast right now, 
please take it easy. Um, you know, I think they're recommending to use face masks if you know if there's dense smoke and stuff like that. Please don't breathe that stuff in. Um, so yeah, just keep yourself safe, guys. You know, keep your friends close, your family closer, and keep everyone safe. It seems like an absolute horrific time down there in Australia. And uh, if only you guys had the weather we're having at the moment, because it's absolutely lashing it down. Outside, we have any amount of rain over here in Northern Ireland. Oh, hey, that's why we make great whiskey. Hmm. So, yeah, sorry to hear what's happening in Australia. And I just wanted to put a quick message out in the podcast this week to wish you guys well. And, uh, yeah, wish you stay safe, guys. You know, keep well. Take care. All right. Nah, we need to get into some more actual piping news, I feel. Yeah. Believe it or not, on this day... Three years ago, the Big Rab Show podcast launched. Yay! So believe it or not, this is the Big Rab Show podcast's birthday! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to us! Yeah! Three years old of the Big Rab Show podcast. Can you believe it? You know, I, I certainly can't. Whenever I first started this podcast, it all started out like a big experiment. I never thought, ever thought, that this would last this long. Or even that we would have done uh, a, a live podcast, never mind two of them. And we brought the second one to Pipe and Live for goodness sake now we have interviewed some of the biggest in the piping game and sometimes i pinch myself and say that just can't get any better but yeah in this our third year of podcasting we simply can't wait for this incoming season 2020 is going to be epic so with your help like we say we've put the call out for volunteers uh with your help you guys could really help us uh, make 2020 an unforgettable year. And our third year of podcasting, we're, we, oh man, I am so excited for this year. <laughs> it's going to be epic. And as some people have already suggested that uh, 2020 will be the year that The Big Rab Show has episode 200. Yeah, and will we do something special for that? Well, you're just going to have to wait and see, aren't you? Hmm. But yes, happy birthday to us. We are three years old. It's official. Um, so <laughs> I'm starting to feel old now. I remember when episode one dropped. And you can still go back and listen to that, by the way. The audio quality is terrible. Uh, I am certainly a bit of a bumbling mess and I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing and what a podcast is. Uh, whereas now we're three years on and... Uh, I'm still trying to figure this podcast thing out. Anyway, okay, let's get into some actual bagpiping news, aside from our birthday. Yay, happy birthday. Let's get into it. The Vale of Athol Pipe Band and a bunch of others as well are all in recruitment mode, okay? Now, this is January, which is a bit concerning because we are quite close to the competitive season. Door opens in May, but here we are. Some bands are still in recruitment mode in early January. The Vale of Athol Pipe Band uh, say the pipe band transfer window isn't closed yet. <laughs> I love this post from them, actually, in social media. They said it's not too late to come along and learn our sets. If you're looking... A new challenge 
for this up and coming season their grade 4b band and their grade 3a band are would love to hear from you so there you go uh, so definitely consider giving the veil of athol a shout they are interested in getting experienced or complete beginners so yeah it's not too late to start learning sets apparently so go and give the guys at the veil a bit of a shout and yeah if you're interested in playing in either band they want to hear from you also let me see other bands who are in recruitment mode are the city of brisbane pipe band Go on, the Brisbane! Yeah! There's a shout-out for you. The City of Brisbane pipe band. Looking for a new hobby to kick off in the new decade? Well, then, why not learn pipes and drums? <laughs> Apparently, there's no background or, you know, or Scottish heritage for that required. You can just mosey on down to the band hall and start learning how to pipe and how to drum. For more information, if you are in the Brisbane area, you can email them in. BrisbanePipeBand at gmail.com So why not? Give them a shout, and yeah, you could lift the sticks or the channel with those guys. Also, a shout out to Perth Metro. Go on, the Perth Metro! Yeah, Perth Metro are also busy in recruitment mode. They're looking for brand new learners. Now, this is from Barebone Basics. So they're looking for snares, tenors, bass, and of course pipes. They're looking for the full whack. Now, you guys know Perth Metro. They have quite a number of bands at all different levels. Uh, so they're recruiting at all different grade levels. So definitely worth considering if you are in the Perth area, or even if you're not, give Perth Metro a shout if you do want to pick up the sticks or the chanter with those guys. Shout out to Torpicken and Bathgate. Now, we have been following the story of Torpicken and Bathgate this last while. Uh, the reason being is because they're still on the lookout for a new lead drummer. Now, what exactly happened, their previous one, we still don't know. But a number of players have left as a result of their lead tipper stepping away from the band. The band is currently looking for players now, both pipers and drummers, for the 2020 season. So, apparently, with everything that happened to the band in early December, the band have been busy in the recruitment mode for a new lead tipper. They've contacted various different applicants and stuff who've applied for the role, so they're at the moment they're still trying to work it out. Apparently, the band will hopefully announce very soon who their new lead tipper will be. And, yeah... All players that are wanting to join Torpikin should be of a playing standard of about grade 2, grade 3, and that's where they're aiming at. So, yeah, they're hoping their first competition is going to be their branch competition in Edinburgh. So, yeah, their first major then will be Inverness for the Euros. So, if you are interested in getting along to Torpikin, they are looking for players and as well as traveling players. It's one thing I wanted to put across. Uh, so, they are interested in people who are willing to travel. So, you don't even have to be in the area where Torpikin are. So, yeah, consider giving them a shout on social media. You know, they're looking for players, especially of an experienced nature, to help them pull out for the 2020 season. The Battle Hill Pipe Band are also back in the band hall again in Kilmore Parish Centre. And yeah, their learner classes apparently start at 7pm and their competition players at 7.45. And this happens every Wednesday night. So if you are interested and in the Battle Hill area and you know where Kilmore Parish Centre is, consider going along to Battle Hill. There you are. Now, there are other pipe bands in recruitment mode or in teaching mode, such as Edbrador, Pitlockery, and Blair Athol pipe band. Now, their advert was really quite specific, and this really piqued my interest. It said, are you eight years or older? Or, uh, are you eight years or older, and would you like to learn pipes and drums? Then start the decade with something new. A lot of bands using this start the decade thing. Um, so start on Monday the 13th of January, Eberdor and Blair Athol, Eberdor, Pitlockery and Blair Athol pipe band are developing a juvenile pipe band. 
dun, dun, dun. Now, this is all sorts of interesting. So, yeah, for those young kids interested in taking up the pipes and the drums, these lessons are completely free. All you need to do is contact them. Uh, you can either contact the pipe major... Uh, Christy or their lead tipper Ross I think so yeah just get in contact with the guys at Ebrador they are interested if your kid who is eight years old or older wants to lift the sticks or the chanter then consider giving them a shout there you are now Livingston Caledonian Pipe Band are on the hunt for a new lead tipper now this is quite worrying because they also put an advert out not too long ago just looking for players in general looking at uh, pipers tenor drummers bass drummers and snare but they're also looking for a new lead drummer now you don't need to have experience of leading a core but it is preferable obviously so if you are interested in taking up the role of leadership then why not contact livingston caledonia pipe band they are interested to hear from you so this is yeah apparently the brand new pipe band livingston i'm all sorts of interested in this so I really hope they manage to get sorted with the lead tipper very soon. So good luck, guys, at Livingston there. Hope to see you on the grass. Uh, the Major Sinclair Memorial. Yeah, go on, the Sinclair. Yep, their Grade 4B band are busy in recruitment mode. So they're looking for people who have experience or complete beginners, same as every other band I've just mentioned. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Major Sinclair Memorial are busy in recruitment mode, so if you do fancy lifting the sticks or chanter, then definitely give them a shout. Also, I have to give a shout to Bali Breast Pipe Band. Team Breast, as we say. Yeah, Bali Breast, unfortunately, made an announcement saying that they're not going to be competing in the 2020 season. Now, this, again... It's it's just heartbreaking. Bali Breast have been trying to push out for this last number of years, but have just failed to do so, and it's basically down to numbers. They just can't get enough players to get onto the field. So, yeah, it's it's horrible. But Bali Breast have been such a successful band in previous history. You know, I dare say once they get enough in the ranks, they will probably do quite well I find it that, yeah I'm going to put myself out there now and say Bali Breast are an amazing band and I'm so sorry that they're not out at the moment because they produced some incredible music when they were on the competitive field so shout out to Team Breast I really hope you guys can make a return to the grass very soon uh, so it won't be this year unfortunately so they won't be competing in 2020 but we really hope to see them in 2021 so yeah if you are interested in lifting the pipes with those guys and let's face it there's a very strong case for why you should. <laughs> so shout out to Bali Breast. Hoping you guys can make a return in 2021. If you are interested, by the way, just contact them through their social media. They have uh, Twitters, Facebooks, all that sort of usual stuff. You can contact them there and yeah, say, hey, I want to come and play. Now, like all those bands I just mentioned, again, they can all be contactable via their social media or their websites. All full contact information and all of that's all available up there on their social media. So there you go. Okay, I want to get into some concerts actually and some things because at the minute we're actually in the thick of concert season with a lot of announcements dropping this last while. Now one such concert that we know was coming up and I'm sure I've mentioned it at least a dozen times is the Kids with Cancer charity night in the Royal Victoria, no, in the Royal Hotel in Cookstown. <laughs> And they're raising money for the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. So, yeah, you can tell why I get mixed up in those two. It's happening the 22nd of February, and the lineup for it is just simply ridiculous. I'm not going to sit and rhyme off the listing again. Uh, but, yeah, you need to get tickets for this. At the moment, two-thirds of all tickets for this are now gone. 
And uh, considering this is on the 22nd of February, you haven't got very long to get your tickets. A lot of these were bought for as Christmas gifts and such. So um, a lot of very happy people out there who have tickets for this event. And uh, yeah, you're going to help raise a serious amount of money for a great charity and enjoy such a stellar lineup from the piping world. Ugh, man, I, you know, do I need to say it? Stephen McWhorter and Jim Kilpatrick and Chris Armstrong and Stuart Little and Barry Wilson, John Scullion, Andy Scullion, Jamie Coffey, William Glenn Holmes. Come on! This is just ridiculous! And I haven't even mentioned them all. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an insane night of piping and drumming and you need to grab tickets for it. Contact Gary Smith direct now if you can and get your tickets before they're gone. Also, a little shout-out to an Ullen Piping weekend. Now, this will be quite an interesting one. It's hosted by Kinnear uh, Bagpipes, and this one's actually going to be held in Angus. Hmm. So, yeah, featuring Jarlath Henderson and Denny Quigley, it's hosted by Kinnear Bagpipes. It's going to be held on the 27th to the 29th of March. Now, it's a full weekend long of Ullen Piping or Ulian piping, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Uh, but it also includes Scottish small pipes and different things like that. You'll have tuition sessions. You'll, uh, you know, have all sorts of sessions in pubs and clubs and bars afterwards, I'm sure. But also you get lessons in reed making as well. So, very interesting stuff. If you are interested in this and are free in the 27th to the 29th of March and fancy a weekend of small piping and Ulian piping, then contact Ian at scottishsmallpipes.com. Or just check out the website of uh, KinnearBagpipes.com. There you go. Now, another concert that's happening coming up soon is <laughs> Wednesday the 15th. The Blackthorn Piping Society opens its doors again. And uh, yeah, they've introduced a piping trio from St. Joseph's. Now, these guys are traveling up and this is going to be all sorts of insane. I can't wait for this. Oh, so excited. We have Tim Farley, of course, the pipe major of St. Joseph's. We have Pat Fitzpatrick, who is the pipe sergeant of St. Joseph's. And we also have Billy O'Callaghan who's going to be there as well. Now, to have a piping trio from there. Now, these guys are multi-instrumentalists, by the way. They're not just Highland pipers. So they'll be able to play all sorts of Scottish and Irish traditional tunes played on Scottish small pipes, Ellen pipes, traditional flute and clarinet as well, apparently. So the Blackthorn Piping Society opens its doors on Wednesday the 15th in the Discover Ulster Scott Centre in Belfast. And it's totally free. Now, this one thing that I still can't wrap my head around they throw this gig every month and it's totally free all you need to do is just walk in and you get some of the best piping action possible it's insane so but yeah totally for nothing just dandering through the door and just sit there and chill out and enjoy some of the best crack now i have to give a shout out as well to bucks burning district yeah why am I giving a shout out to the Bucks? Uh, Bucks District, Bucks Burning District pipe band, even rap, are holding a pre season fundraiser. This is going to be held in the Coulter Mills Social Club. Tickets are 15 quid and are going to feature on the night the Residence Band. Not bad. So there you are. And Coulter Mills Social Club is going to be held on Saturday, February the 8th. So if you are interested, then definitely get along to that contact any member of Bucksburn and district pipe band and they'll sort you out with tickets and stuff so there you go what's not to love also uh, another concert coming up is a piping recital hosted by the city of london pipe band uh, at the recital will be the world-renowned player robert watt of course 
three times world champion with the field marshal and five times champion of Lorien. Uh, this fest, this uh, piping recitable, recital, I could just about talk, uh, is held, going to be held in memory of Ian Westgate. This will be held in Whittlebury Hall in the atrium. So there you are. It's Sunday the 2nd of February, so not too far away. So on the night you'll have a raffle and loads of prizes and a bit of a buffet and all of that sort of stuff. So for more information, you can contact Gordon, which is Gordon Snape, gordonsnape at btinternet.com. Or, of course, contact any member of the City of London Pipe Band and you can get along to that gig. Now, didn't I tell you, there's tons of piping news to catch up with, tons of concerts and all sorts of stuff. Make your head spin. And I'm not done. Another concert that I really need to mention in this week's podcast has to go to Klaus Kelt. Klaus Kelt, boys. Jakers, oh, they're hitting their stage, boy. Now, Klaus Kelt's concert, why does it have me all sorts of interested? Well, it's it's a pre-season concert, but it's one that's going to be really quite interesting for bagpiping fans. It's going to be held on Saturday, the 18th of April. It's in the Marketplace Theatre in Armagh, and tickets are available now from the Marketplace Theatre box office. They're 14 quid. Now, that's not what makes it interesting. The concert's entitled 2020 Vision, and on the lineup, that's what makes it interesting. You have Highland Dancers, of course. You've got Drum Majors. And, of course, we've got some of the best drum majors in the world, arguably. Uh, now, we also we have... Appearing on stage, we have Grantia Pipe Band. Ooh, now won't that be interesting to see those guys hit the stage before, just before the competition season? I know I'll be interested to hear them. We also have Ocaran as well. Now, those guys were going great guns last season. I can't wait to see them on stage. Great stuff. We also have our current world champions, Tully Lagan. Yeah, go on the Lagan. Now, I'm dead excited to see Tully Lagan on the stage because... I just want to see how the band are developing now. After they've lifted that world championship and they're now newly upgraded, I'll be very excited to see what the guys at Tully Lagan are doing. Uh, so, yeah, can't wait to see them on stage there. We also have St. Mary's Derry Trasna. Go on, St. Mary's. Now, you guys know St. Mary's are just a bit of a steamroller when it comes to winning competitions, so these guys, they know what they're doing, and I'm very excited to see what they're bringing to the stage. Now, obviously, on the night, we have the hosts themselves, Klaus Kelt. Klaus Kelt will be hitting the stage, and um, yeah, this is their vision. This is them heading to grade one, so this will be really interesting to watch. Now, but I can't wait to hear what the guys at Klaus Kelt will be doing on stage. Obviously, we'll have some concert material. We'll maybe have some standard road stuff that we normally hear every band play. But do we think we'll hear some competition stuff from Klaus Kelt? Maybe a little sneak peek of an MSR or a little clip of a new medley or something? Who knows? I certainly don't. But if any, I can't wait to see Klaus Kelt on the stage because I really want to see how they're shaping up for this incoming season. The 18th of April is a perfect date, actually, for this concert because it is perfectly placed just before the season kicks off the following month. So, yeah, these bands are going to be wanting to stretch their legs a little bit. And this is a perfect opportunity for them. So, yeah, for us as piping fans, this is a must get to. Now, Klaus Kelt, however, are not our headline act on the night. Our headliners, I think, top of the pile has to be the mighty Field Marshal at Montgomery. They're going to be there, of course. And uh, this is going to be all sorts of interesting because, like I said, pre-season concert. It even says it in the billing, 2020 Vision, the pre-season concert. To be able to hear what FM have been up to all winter will be very interesting. Will we see some new personnel in the ranks? Will we see... 
a complete change to some of the repertoire? You know, will we... Oh, so many things that we could possibly see at this concert, and Phil Marshall will be hopefully bringing it to the stage in the Marketplace Theatre in Armagh. Dead excited for this. I can't wait for it. So get it in your calendars. Saturday, the 18th of April, this concert's going to be off of the chain. Now, we have been asked whether ourselves and the Big Rap Show will be live streaming this. Are we going to? Well, this is where we run into difficulties. Because, yes, the Big Rap Show will be there, of course. There's no show without punch. Uh, The Big Rap Show will be there at 2020 Vision. But I'm actually comparing the thing. Yeah. Thank you to the guys at Klaus Kelt who asked me would I come up on stage and introduce everybody and tell a few jokes and stuff. So, yes, Big Rab will be on stage at 2020 Vision. I will be there uh, comparing the whole show. So that's, that's going to be very, very cool. Um, so to share a stage with some of these incredible musicians, honestly, is an honor. And I can't wait for it. It's just going to be epic. So while I am on stage with these guys, I honestly don't know if I'll be able to live stream it because... um. I'll be on the stage. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like I said, we are calling for volunteers. <laughs> yeah, we're reaching out there for you guys to help us out in 2020. So, like I said, if you want to be part of the Rab Show team, this could be, you know, a prime example of us needing your help. So, there you are. Shout out to the Rab Show team. We're trying to get volunteers to help us at events such as this. So, yeah, if you do fancy getting to events and things, and helping us live stream or getting this little video clips and things like that, then certainly get in contact with us. So there you go. Shameless plug for the Kloskelt gig. I'm dead excited for that. 2020 vision. Okay, another such gig that dropped just before New Year's, actually. We heard about this on December the 30th, and it's only now we're really getting a chance to talk to you about it. People's Ford, Bog Hall and Bathgate will be on stage with Trist from the Celtic music scene. Uh, so, yeah, Bog Hall... And Trist, now you guys know Trist, you've heard them here in the Rab Show podcast before, and you guys know the Boggies, they're amazing. So yeah, they're hitting the stage, January the 25th, as part of the Celtic Connections Festival, these two bands, I just don't know, this concert's going to be insane. Each and every year, Celtic Connections always have one featured pipe band concert, and this is it. This is People's Ford, Bog on Bathgate. January 25th as part of the Celtic Connections Festival. For more information, go along CelticConnections.com and you can find all the full listings. It's not just Bog Hall, it's not just Trist. There's tons of other acts in along all of this whole festival. For bagpiping fans, it's definitely going to be one uh, to pick up on. So, yeah, trust me, get along to CelticConnections.com. Tons of information on there about the festival. But that's one of the shows that really piqued my interest. Okay! Is everybody still awake at this stage? Let me get the sticks out. Yep, yep. Oh, oh, that's good for the microphone. Um, yeah, are you still awake? Um, because uh, at this point, I wanted to talk about RSPBA. <laughs> oh, how to uh, poke a sneak a sleeping alligator. Is that what they say? Or something like that? Uh, well, it... Yeah, mm. Let's get into things, shall we? The RSPBA headquarters released um, the calendar for this incoming year. Yeah, 30th of December, they released the calendar for all of the competition dates for the 2020 season. And everyone was like, whoa, they've done that really quick. And ourselves in the Rab Show too thought the same. We thought that was very quick. 
um, this no, last season we were waiting right the way up until nearly the week before in some cases uh, to find out whether a competition was happening that weekend. Um, so yeah, we had headquarters, RSPBA released the full calendar. Now, it was very quickly backed up by a statement from the Northern Ireland branch to say, and I'll read verbatim, Can we remind everyone that as discussed at the last two branch meetings, the majority of our 2020 contests are yet to be confirmed. The list of the Northern Ireland contests released online by headquarters are provisional and are subject to change. Now this refers to the dates and the locations. We will confirm the dates once they have been ratified by the respective councils. And that came from the RSPBA NI Executive Committee. Now, that sounds very official, doesn't it? But it sounds like someone's made a bit of a whoopsie. Now, RSPBA headquarters did this last year, in 2018. They'd done the same thing. They released the full calendar and then went, Oh, none of those dates are actually confirmed yet. Uh, We might have jumped the gun a bit. And here we go again, 2020 season. They've done exactly the same thing. They've released released the full calendar. Go, here you go, guys. Plan your holidays. Uh, Book your hotels. Here you go. Here's your dates. And then suddenly, RSPBA Northern Ireland pull the plug and say, hold on a minute, don't book anything, nothing's confirmed. Like I said, it's all to do with the respective council areas. Now, one such competition has everyone talking, and that's Portrush. Yes, it's been confirmed, looking at that calendar, that there will be no Portrush competition. Now, looking at some of the chatter that's been online, I think it has pretty much well confirmed that there will not be a Portrush competition this incoming year. As I think it was decided at the last two branch meetings that the competition in Portrush will be no longer. Now, this is a bit of a shock for everyone here in Northern Ireland, because Portrush... It's such a huge competition, and it draws a massive audience. Now, not just from competitors, but from supporters too. Portrush is quite a popular venue, and it is quite a big holiday destination here in Northern Ireland. So a lot of people would actually plan their holidays around Portrush Pipe Band competition. They would vacation in the town all week, and then at the weekend, celebrate with a pipe band competition, and then go home. So, yeah, to see that Portrush competition has potentially been pulled it's quite a bit of a shock for all of us in the piping world so yeah who knows as we get more developments on this story and the port rush competition we'll certainly let you know but for now there's no port rush hmm now for those of you living in australia and new zealand i'm sure you could give us stuff i'm sure you don't care but over here in the uk that's a big deal (laughs) anyway let's fly on our major championships however they are set in stone so for those of you who want to start booking travel arrangements and all of that myself included then you need to get these dates set in your diary and start booking travel arrangements the 23rd of may is the british championships in paisley so get that wrote down. 23rd of May is the first major. 13th of June then is the UK's in Lurgan. And dear God, we hope the weather's going to be better this year. 27th of June is the Euros in Inverness. The 25th of July is the Scottish in Dumbarton, which is always possibly one of the best majors in the calendar, I would argue. It's certainly one of the most hardest fought. And then also on the 14th and 15th of August, we have the big game. Of course. Yeah, the big game. 14th, 15th of August, that's World's Week, baby. So get that in your calendar. If you haven't already organized your travel arrangements, you need to do so now. Okay. I know a lot of people actually who are booking flights, hotels, uh, Airbnbs, all sorts of stuff at the moment. So, yeah, get on it. Now, 
Um, ourselves in the Big Rap Show, we have been sent... Um, now, you, I don't know where this came from. I think you guys know that I'm a bit of a Star Wars nerd. I love Star Wars. I'm a bit of a Star Wars geek or a nerd or whatever you call it. I love the Star Wars world. So, this last while, especially over the holidays, I took some time, put my feet up, and I actually started watching The Mandalorian. You guys watch that? Now, this is... Yeah, believe it or not, it is a piping story. Bear with me. Uh... <laughs> I was watching The Mandalorian and just really enjoying it with the whole, you know, the wee Baby Yoda thing. Well, it's not called Baby Yoda. It's called The Child, isn't it? Um, So, yeah, and then this last while, somebody had made a meme of this with uh, The Child or Baby Yoda in the spaceship with The Mandalorian actually turning on and off a music clip. I don't know whether you've seen this or not. It was a video produced by Robert Crozier. Robert Crozier, sorry. And uh, it's a fantastic meme because uh, the music that little baby Yoda loves to listen to in the spaceship is Victoria Police Master Blaster. (laughs) It was brilliant. So to see that baby Yoda from the Mandalorian and the Star Wars world is a piping fan. That's just made that series even more awesome. So thank you, Robert Crozier, (laughs) for making that meme. I really enjoyed it. And thank you to everyone who sent it to me. I think at least a dozen people sent me that. uh, I think because everyone knows I'm a bit of a Star Wars nerd. There you go. Well, so there you go, guys. Grand. And another thing that we should really briefly mention before we get into this week's topic of the week. Winter Storm. (laughs) Winter Storm. Winter Storm is next week. Can you believe it? Like, seriously. 16th to the 19th of January, Winter Storm opens its doors again. Now, this event continues to get bigger and better and just more insane each and every year. Now, next week, we're going to be producing a full feature episode on Winter Storm, on the full faculty, the workshops that are available, the competition, of course, all of the solo events and different things, as well as some insider tips as to what you should be doing over Winter Storm, uh, for the concert as well. We have Winter Steam, of course. So, yeah, next week we'll be producing a specialist podcast all on Winter Storm. But just to give you a heads up, if you aren't aware of it already, it's happening next week. And again, for all of us living internationally who can't get to Winter Storm, uh, we can live precariously thanks to the guys at the Piper's Dojo, who I think have put out an announcement saying they're going to be pre- presenting live streaming of some of the competition stuff and all of that. So, yeah, for those of us who can't make it, we can watch the live stream online so thank you guys at the piper's dojo because i can't make it this year again third year in a row i'm gutted i find it that i really really would want to go to this <laughs> i've heard so much about it and some of the some of the guys actually from the band to play with in north texas are actually going so shout out to you guys hope you're all practicing well developing your solo sets guys good luck to you uh, so to everyone making the journey to kansas for winter storm have a safe journey uh yeah and have a good set. Like a lot of you guys have been working furiously hard over this winter, uh, developing your scores, developing your sets and everything. And yeah, good luck at Winter Storm. Next week's podcast will be a specialist episode all about the Winter Storm event. Uh, so be prepared for that. It'll be Winter Storm heavy all next week. So, right. <laughs> good luck everyone at Winter Storm next week. But we will talk to you in next week's podcast to give you a full preview of what to know and what to do and all that sort of stuff with Winter Storm 2020. Okay. Well, it's at this point of the show, with each and every show, that I go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week.
LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at lonestarpiper.com. Lonestarpiper.com. Check them out. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Time for Topic of the Week. Now, this one is um, a little bit of a random one, but a kind of over the Christmas period and the New Year period, uh, I was aware that a lot of bagpipers out there in the bagpiping world were involved in lots of different gigs. Now, these gigs were held in pubs and clubs and bars, restaurants even, and, yeah, on concert stages and, you know, big halls and stuff like that. Now, myself, yeah, I have been involved in the gigging scene for quite a number of years. In fact, that's what made me leave pipe bands in the first place. I left pipe bands to concentrate more on the Ulster Scots scene over here, where we gig around the country playing at different sessions and various different events, such as festivals and different things. Uh, So, yeah, I was involved quite heavily in that sort of scene for a number of years before I got into radio. So that's a bit of a precursor. Yeah, dead boring. Um, but uh, yeah, I do have quite a num- number of years of experience of gigging in <laughs> pubs, clubs, bars, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I played for a band called Rightly On. Now, a lot of you may already know that because we did actually become quite well known here in Northern Ireland. Uh, we were seen as a, quite a raucous kind of band. We were not a safe bet whenever it came to gigs and stuff. Uh, because obviously the the trick is in the name. We were called Rightly On. Uh, so uh, some people knew us as being half cut or <laughs> half steaming. Uh, but no, we were called Rightly On. And uh, yeah, we played Great Highland Bagpipes with a rock band behind it. I was the kit player at the time. I also played whistles and stuff. I sung a few tunes and told a few stories as well. And it was just one of those things where we would have stood up on stage and started playing tunes. Uh, with a set of Highland Pipes and a rock band behind them, so it caught a lot of people off guard. Now, this last while, especially over the holidays, I do realise that a lot of bagpipers have been out and around and gigging in all these different kind of venues that I would have played in uh, for all those years. And, um, yeah, I do feel that a lot of the bookers, a lot of the punters, and a lot of the acts themselves find the whole experience to be completely unpleasant. So... I think at this stage, just really give you guys an example of what we did in Rightly On. Um, I don't think any of you have ever heard any of the music I produced with that band. Uh, but this, yeah, we had two albums out. Um, we had a whole tour and everything. We actually done quite well for ourselves. Um, yeah, one of our biggest gigs ever was a St. Patrick's Day in Belfast, where we played in front of thousands in uh, one of the big squares in the middle of Belfast City on St. Patrick's Day. So you can just imagine how big a crowd that was. So that was kind of awesome to walk out there and not be able to hear your own... (laughs) You can't be able to hear your own thoughts because of people going, yeah, it was nuts. Uh, So just to give you a bit of an idea, I'll play you a little clip here of uh, myself and the band, Rightly On. 
There you have it. A wee taste of Rightly On. Now, that's just to give you a bit of a flavour. We do play a wide variety of stuff. Now, um, yeah, that kind of gives you a bit of a picture of what we would have rocked up to a venue. We would have unpacked the PA, we would have unpacked all the gear, uh, like all the, the, the guitars, the bass, the, and all the drum kit stuff and all the rest, and all of that. Plus, we had a Highland Piper in the middle of it. Plus, we had a fiddle player as well. And then with me, with all the whistles and all of that. So, yeah, it was a big mixture of... All sorts of um, like Irish music, Scottish music played with a rock kind of feel behind it. So as you can imagine, you know we got a lot of bookings because oh, you guys are that bagpipe band, oh brilliant! Can you come to our place? And then what happens is yeah, the booker, the booker, and the booking agent actually think this is a brilliant idea. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, we think you guys are really fit the bill. We'd love to have you down and play in our venue. And then whenever you arrive, a number of things happen. And this is what I've seen over the holidays, and this is really why I wanted to talk about it, and why the topic of the week is called, Can You Turn It Down? Or Turn It Down, please. As you guys know, and I know, Great Highland Bagpipes do not have volume control. There's no volume switch on there. But that's the number one question I can ever remember being asked uh, at by venues, by people at gigs, different things. Like, we can play in a library, and play Highland Pipes, and uh, you know people come over, can you turn them down a wee bit, it's very loud. Uh, no, this is the Highland Pipes, and they are what they are, and if you don't like it, go to another library. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, honest to goodness, uh, I think for people who are booking bagpipers, not just ourselves and rightly on, like we had a whole rock band, so we were even more louder, uh, but a lot of people um, think that, bagpipes are cool and a bit of a novelty and hey wouldn't it be nice to book a bagpiper one such instance of that would be like a wedding people like they book bagpipers for weddings a lot and i have seen this happen more times than enough either the bride or the groom or someone from the wedding party actually goes over and asks the bagpiper to turn either turn it down or go home now that's horrific Imagine you spend all that time, you get all the gear on, you get tuned up and everything, and then you stand there, and uh, here comes the bride, here comes the groom, and they're walking out, and okay, you have to strike up and start playing, probably Highland Cathedral or some nonsense. Uh, so, yeah, you're standing there playing away, and people are putting their hands over their ears, and they can't believe the volume. And then you get complaints saying, hey, guy, turn that down, that's way too loud, buddy. We like your playing and everything, but it's far too loud. And well, you booked me. <laughs> I have seen some pipers at weddings getting actually quite angry. They said, "Well, come on, you booked this. Either you want pipes or you don't." And, you know, so which possibly is the wrong attitude to take. So they may not get any more bookings as a result. But yeah, great Highland bagpipes. I think people who book them for different concerts and different functions, like weddings or different things like that, they need to have an appreciation of just how loud the instrument can be. And it may not be everybody's cup of tea. I remember playing quite a number of gigs and uh, the sound guy of the venue, and I'm talking a big theatre here, and he would actually come down on stage and say, drums, uh, you get your mics hooked up there, Rob? Yeah, yeah, what about whistles? Okay, no problem, fine. And he would walk over to the bagpiper, and I'm not joking here, he would walk over to the bagpiper and ask him, where does he plug in? 
Now, where do you plug a set of Highland pipes in? Uh, now, don't get me wrong, you can play electronic pipes. They're, they do exist. I think they're called red pipes and stuff. Plus, now we have those Blair digital chanters. You can play those, I suppose. Uh, but, um, no, we always, you know, we always had the great Highland pipes. We had, you know, played a full cane set. So, that was our piper. By, I maybe mentioned them on the podcast. That was Neil Badger, by the way, our piper extraordinaire. Go on, Neil, you legend. Uh, Neil is a current bagpiper with the PSNI pipe band. So, shout out to Neil. You are a legend. Uh, so, yeah, I think Neil could probably agree with me if he hears this story. He'll probably be laughing right now. But I do remember him being asked, where does he plug in? And all of us in the Rightly On Band, we were just laughing our leg off. And Neil just had to look at him and shake his head in disgust and say, I don't plug in. I don't need to. <laughs> uh, epic. So, yeah. That's one of the things I wanted to put across. If you are a booking agent and you are or even considering booking bagpipes for a particular event, take into consideration that these suckers can be loud. So if you're going to book a band, then definitely take into consideration if they play Highland Pipes that that band's going to be loud. Now, don't get me wrong, that piper can bring himself along a set of shuttle pipes or a wee set of you know, Scottish small pipes, kitchen pipes, something like that. Real pipes even, and they will have half the volume, if not even that. You might need to mic them up to hear them. But if you have a Highland Piper in there, you're guaranteed that you're going to hear that guy. Uh, you're going to hear him from a mile away. So, yeah, take that into consideration. Now, also another thing that I seem to have noticed, especially over New Year's, is people don't have a consideration that bagpipes are one of the most temperamental instruments known to man. And that you actually need a little time and a little space to get them going before you actually perform. Does that make any sense? Of course, it makes sense to us in the bagpiping world. We know you have to tune up. You have to blow your pipes for at least 10 minutes, I would say, to get them going. Uh, before you even start thinking about getting them properly tuned, fine-tuned and everything. And then be able to do your performance. Each average warm-up, I would say, for a Highland bag- bagpiper for a gig would average between 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how the tuning process is going for a lot of pipers. Now, I know pipers can do this in ultra-quick time, depending on your maintenance, of course, at home. It could happen within the space of 4 or 5 minutes, but you still need that time. You need that time from getting them out of the box to just coax them to life. Do you know what I mean? It's not a sudden pull them out of the box, go. You know, you need that time to be able to tune it, to be able to get them going. And a lot of venues and a lot of events don't take this into consideration. Now, I've heard a number of stories actually over New Year's, like I said, uh, where they didn't allow for the bagpiper to have any tuning time or tuning room even, or didn't give them anywhere to get changed or to have somewhere to tune up, not even like a back room somewhere. Anything like that. I've heard a number of horror stories where bagpipers had to tune outside. The reason why that's a horror story is because as soon as you bring them inside and it's a hot venue and it's warm, obviously, with all the people and all the lights and the heating, clearly your pitch is just going to go whoop. It's just going to go up through the roof. So tuning outside in the freezing cold close to midnight and then going into a bar or a venue and then everything just goes haywire. So I've heard of that happening. I've also heard of um, pipers who do start tuning out the back or outside or something and the manager of the venue actually comes along tells you to stop doing that you're spoiling the surprise that we have a piper everyone can hear you you've spoiled the surprise and i'm not paying you 
that has happened. I have heard a number of people who had bookings for New Year's. They went to tune up and the manager told them, I'm not paying you because you spoiled the surprise. Now, isn't that absolutely horrific? And Now, there's so many different versions of this where, where I have had personal experience, where you arrive at a venue and uh, you know there's nowhere really for the bagpiper to go and have a tune-up. Now, for us, I was a kit player at the time. I didn't really care. I, there was nowhere really for me that I needed to be. I just hung about backstage and kind of drunk beer. Uh, but um, our bagpiper had, you know, work to do that he wasn't hanging around backstage and acting like, like the rest of us. He actually had work to do. So, yeah, we did find that a lot of venues didn't cater for that. They didn't realize that bagpipers needed that little five-minute buffer it's not a case of pulling them out of the box and, hey, you're on stage. No, you need to have that little bit of time. So even an indication, right, you're going to be on stage in 10 minutes. You might want to think about getting them out now and get a little tune going. Or do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, nine times out of 10, I remember getting the knock on the door. Right, guys, you're on stage. And you're like, what? Yeah, yeah, come on, let's go. But we haven't tuned up yet. Don't care. Get your ass on stage. <laughs> so that has happened more times than enough. Uh, so yeah, that's another thing that was a real bugbear of mine in my gigging days. And I'm sure you guys experienced that too as bagpipers. That little warm-up time sometimes can be non-existent. Now, also when it comes to playing gigs and everything, especially in pubs and bars. I have played some big pubs over here in Northern Ireland, especially through the likes of St. Patrick's Day and big celebrations such as that. Uh, rightly on would have been quite uh, a raucous band like i said and we were kind of we played a lot of music that people could dance to now yeah we got booked a lot for pubs and clubs and uh what we found throughout the years is uh obviously we wore kilts and all the rest we wore we wore the whole get up and uh we got up there with a highland piper and we were certainly a bit of a spectacle we got up there started thumping our way through some big jigs and hornpipes and stuff and everyone loved it but as we found, as the night progressed, the people got gradually more drunk. And, uh, of course, when you see a bunch of guys on stage in kilts, it seems to bring the worst out in uh, people. And it just never goes well, let's say. Uh, yeah, they're constantly asking you that age-old chestnut, What do you put under your kilt? <laughs> that, you know that joke that we've never heard before? You know, maybe for the 1500th time. Uh, oh, oh uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have never heard that joke before, mister. You are absolutely hilarious. Please tell me another one. Uh, right. I'm so sick of that question. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know. I had almost had... I was on my last nerve when one guy asked me that. Hey, you're a drummer or a whistle player, aren't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what have you got on under your kilt? Well, I had to be held back from punching this guy in the nose. I was so... I, I, my patience had wore thin. I think it was maybe my fourth, fifth gig that week. And I was just fit for the... <laughs> I was itching for it. You know what I mean? It's just, any idiot asks me this question, I'm going to burst. And this... Yeah, this guy toddled up. I don't know, 15 whiskeys in and course asks me the big jokey quay <laughs> what's under there pal yeah it's an uppercut <laughs> so i'm sure some venues never really consider having to get a bouncer for the acts but in this particular case if you're gonna get guys up there on stage with kilts on i would suggest it 
you know, there has been some certain venues where we have had bouncers, we have had minders watching the stage, and some people try to lift your kilt and everything. Now, us guys, we've never been shy. I'll say that. I have been standing up there sometimes, singing away through a song or playing a whistle through a tune or whatever, and someone actively just lifts the front of your kilt, you know, just to see what's under there. And uh, what do you do when you're on stage and you have a mic in your hand? Well, you're not going to put the mic down and stop the song because that's unprofessional. So you just let whoever's down there, let them do it the one or two. If you want to have a look, yep, go on ahead. Yep. The only person that's going to be embarrassed is going to be you because the bouncer is going to split your head open on the way out the door. So, yeah, that has happened. <laughs> and I've seen it happen to other bands as well. You know, when the crowd gets drunk and the, oh, the up-the-kilt jokes all start and everyone, ooh. If anything, we kind of talked about this one night, going home in the van. Uh, we were driving home from a venue. It was like early in the morning. We are all stone cold sober. It was a long gig. And uh, we were, I don't know, it was about half two in the morning, possibly even three o'clock by the time we were anywhere close to home. And uh, the conversation started saying, see this whole kilt thing, you know, we love wearing the kilts and everything because obviously what we're doing is we're playing Scottish music and it draws the attention to the band. It's an eye-catching thing. Um, but... You know, it's drawing a lot of what could be classed as sexual harassment. <laughs> and it's true. You know, we could, you know, be... <laughs> I don't know if that would stand in a court of law. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're on stage and you're gigging and someone decides just to lift your kilt, you know, is that sexual harassment? Now, I know myself that if I was at a gig and I was watching a singer up there who was wearing a skirt or something, and I decided, I'm going to hoist that up there to see what's up here. You could be rest assured the cops will have the cuffs on me in no time. I'll be bothered black and blue by the entire audience, and I'll be sitting in the back of a police van on the way to the cells. So why is that different when people wear kilts? It doesn't make sense to me. It never does. And I'm sure you guys could possibly laugh at this, or even you could possibly agree with me, and you've seen this happen. I've seen it happen many a time. And the weirdest thing is whenever it happens at competitions. I've seen that happen at competitions where spectators who perhaps have had a a bevy or two and are not that experienced in the world of pipe bands and think that up the kilt joke is still hilarious. And, oh, what's up your kilt there? (laughs) Yeah, it's not really funny anymore. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And whenever that person decides, oh, I'm going to lift that person's kilt. Is that borderline sexual harassment or even sexual assault, I suppose? That's the wrong word I used, isn't it? Sexual assault. Yeah, it's an assault. I'm wrong. The stuff that Rab got wrong. Yeah, so, yeah, it is a sexual assault, really, isn't it? I don't know. I've never really thought about it, but we were chatting about it that one night in the van. It's a conversation that really stuck with me. Because it's been an experience that I've had at quite a number of gigs. As people get drunker and the music gets louder, then, I don't know, brain cells seem to disappear and they seem to think that it's okay to go over and try and lift your kilt halfway through a song. And isn't this hilarious, lads? Um, Well, like I said, none of us on Rightly On were ever too shy. And if they did fancy coming over and lifting the kilt, then good luck to you. Uh, I just wouldn't fancy your chances with the the venue and the the punters. I don't think, yeah, a lot of people would like that. Hmm. Anyway... (laughs) that's one thing another possibly my last point on this is that yeah venues have a lot to consider about managing their crowd whenever it comes to booking a band with who wear kilts and play pipes and all that stuff i don't know what your experience is have you ever seen this happen at a gig 
you know, have you ever seen a guy or girl up there in a kilt playing chins and stuff, and then someone just randomly walk over there and try to lift their kilt? Like, what's that about? That doesn't make sense. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, it is something that happens when gigging and playing at venues, pubs, clubs, bars, different things. I think it's different audiences, you know, different kind of experiences. And, you know, for people who are not ordinarily tied to the piping world and may not be listening to, you know, the Mason's Apron or whatever, you know, they know the tune names. They just know that it's a hornpipe or it's a jig, maybe. And, yeah, I like the sound of this and you can dance to this and woo. And, yeah, look, those guys all wear kilts. You know, has that been your experience? Does any of these stories I've just talked about make any sense to you guys? possibly not but i i feel better now i've got it off my chest it's been my experience and uh yeah this, since i started this whole radio thing before all of that i was gigging around the country playing with rightly on and playing gigs the length and breadth of the country and i've had a wealth of experience now of what it's like to be in a band with highland bagpipes and just the little intricacies and details and things that you might not consider um you know a big deal but whenever yeah, whenever you come down to it and you want to produce a professional show, it really does mean the world. That option for the booker or the person who booked you to know how loud your instrument is is number one. Number two is somewhere where you can warm up and actually tune the instrument because they're temperamental at best. And then try to keep your punters under control. You know, to try and get a bouncer in place to, I don't know, box someone's ears if they decide to tell the up-the-kilt joke. Anyway... That's been my experience of people just asking us to turn it down. And if anything, when when venues and stuff ask us to come over, your pipes are very loud. Is, is there any way you could turn them down? Well, it, it got to be... At the, yeah, we we ended up saying, well, yeah, okay, we are very loud. We'll turn them down. And then what happens is we step over to the PA, we pretend we're turning them down, and we actually knock it up a notch. <laughs> <laughs> that's happened before uh, so at the end up i think the last number of gigs and things that we did we actually miked the pipes now that didn't have to be done quite a lot we did do it in bigger gigs like big festivals like the lexus and patrick's day uh, we did have uh, mics on them then uh, but smaller pub gigs and stuff we never used to mic them until someone came and asked us to turn them down and then we would have threw a mic on it and cranked it up for badness uh, so um yeah, what's your experience been gigging in the piping world, especially in the folk music scene and Celtic scene like I have been involved in? What's been your experience at gigs? I'd be dead keen to hear about it because we do talk a lot about the competitive scene here in the piping world and we do think that we've kind of neglected the Celtic scene and the folk music scene this last while. So, yeah, definitely get in contact with us. You can email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Come now for a lot of you i'm sure you're laughing right now at just how terrible rightly on are uh if you are wondering if we are still in existence the answer is no that uh, we're actually on hiatus we've been on it for quite a while now and it's just for life reasons uh the band were becoming kind of reasonably successful and we were gigging every night of the week we were doing weddings bar mitzvahs <laughs> we would play at anything uh, but yeah, we played length and breadth of the country and we very rarely got to see our families and such. As a result, we were doing television and radio where we were two albums in, we were on a tour and everything. It was just insane. So we had to kind of step back for a bit, take stock. And uh, yeah, here I am. I'm still doing the Big Rab Show. <laughs> I haven't taken a break really at all. I'm still loving this piping thing. So yeah, will Rightly On get back together again? Yeah, who knows? 
But at the moment, there's certainly no immediate plans to do it. So, yeah, you're not going to see me out gigging anytime soon. At the Stone Mountain Highland Games, actually, I met up with some old buddies of mine, actually, that I used to gig with years ago. A band called Stonewall, who were playing at the Stone Mountain Highland Games. I actually ran into them by mistake and uh, just stood talking for the longest time. Actually played a good number of tunes with them, jumped behind behind the drum kit with them, started playing. And, of course, all the guys at North Texas were all like, Rob, how do you know these guys? Who who are they? Why are you playing the whistle right now? Why why are you playing Scotland the Brave and Roundtree? And how do you know all these tunes? And this is all mad. So, very fun. It was a lot of good crack to catch up with those guys and actually made me realise how much I miss the gigging world, if you know what I mean. It it is a different world in the piping, you know, scene in general. It's a different element and uh yeah, I want to know your experiences of gigging. You can email me and email your uh your good stories and your bad, uh, especially your horror stories. I would love to hear those because it's always good to share a good war story, isn't it? Email me in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Like I said, guys, next week's podcast will be a feature episode all on Winter Storm. Yes, talking about all of the gory details of one of the biggest piping festivals in the US, <coughs> I would argue. So, yeah, next week's podcast will be a doozy, and feel free to tune in next week, it'll be a good one. If you do have any commentary, questions, or anything like that throughout the next week, feel free, email us in. If you'd like to volunteer for the Big Rab Show team, definitely get in contact with us. Of course, don't forget our challenge to record the version of the Big Rab Show tune. That's to be considered. Yeah, definitely, take that up, (laughs) take that challenge up. Also, don't forget to check out the Big Rab Show YouTube channel. Before this podcast finishes, I hope you have already clicked subscribe on the Big Rab Show YouTube channel. That's a real must-do, because we would love to get all the bells and whistles over there on YouTube to be able to bring you some amazing piping content on YouTube, but we need to hit that magic number. So, if you're listening to this podcast right now, Go now, search on YouTube, type in The Big Rab Show and click subscribe and then tell all your mates to do the same. And yeah, we'll be able to bring some top quality content over there on YouTube. Don't forget to become one of the Patreon faithful. You can visit us on Patreon, click support and get your hands on tons of extra stuff for just five bucks a month. And uh, yeah, that's us. We are out the door. Again, a heartfelt congratulations to the guys at Chandler Rant for episode 100. Again, it truly is special. And for us to celebrate our third birthday on this podcast, that's all sorts of mind-boggling. Uh Whenever we first started this journey, it was not the intention to be going this long. We thought maybe a half dozen people would listen to us at best. And here we are now, three years in, and we're still going strong. And our Big Rab Show team is growing exponentially. Mm. Right, guys, I'm out the door. Thank you again for downloading this week's podcast. And, uh, yeah, all the usual points of contact. Don't forget, email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We'll see you all again next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your merch and to be kept up to date with all the news, views and chat throughout the week. Also, check us out on Patreon and become some of the Patreon faithful for loads of extra content for just $5 a month. Until next time, guys, thanks for checking out the Rab Show podcast, and we'll see you all next week. All the best. <laughs>